You know the feeling you get when you learn something new about a health problem you've been trying to reverse? Maybe high blood pressure, diabetes, or heart disease? Well, there's nothing I like better than bringing you the information that will help you do just that. Welcome to the Nutrition Facts Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Greger. Now I know what you're thinking, how can you experience Dr. Greger in the kitchen on a podcast? Well, I can assure you that these recipes are so simple and fabulous that you can listen and make them along with me. First up, one of my fabulous new breakfast recipes. I call it Grote Nola. Today we're going to be making Grote Nola which rose out of my frustration of finding a healthy breakfast cereal. This is an SOS-free recipe with no added salt, oil, or sugar. It's hard to find in the grocery store. There's two, last time I checked. One's called Uncle Sam cereal, which is like toasted, flattened wheat berries and flax seeds. You know, you get a little box, it's super expensive. And then there's, a, there's some brands of muesli, which don't have any crap added, but I always found muesli kind of mushy. mushy, mushy. I love the breakfast cereal from my youth, but just don't want all that added garbage. So how about Grotenola? Groats, of course, starting out with whole intact grains, not just groats, although we're actually not using a grain today at all, but buckwheat groats. Buckwheat, despite its name, has nothing to do with wheat, not even a grain. It's a starchy seed of a non-grass plant family. Um, uh, uh, plant. So we are going to start by making some groceries, just raw oat groats. We're going to cook a cup of them. If you have an instant pot, uh, one cup of, of buckwheat groats to a cup and a half of water, pressure cooked for five minutes. Fortunately, I have an instant pot here. So we're just going to cook it on the stove, but it only takes 10 minutes. All right, and then we are going to uh, nuke a sweet potato. Um, nice, big, juicy, round sweet potato. We are going to microwave. It depends on your microwave. Five minutes, 10 minutes, until it's nice and juicy and delicious inside. Buckwheat is done. Throw that in a big mixing bowl. We have our sweet potato. Look at that beautiful color there. Don't burn yourself. And then you can use a potato masher or... It's like a zigzag wire one, it's a little easier. Just to mash this together, the cooked buckwheat and the cooked sweet potato, till it all kinda is nice and homogeneous. Okay, then we're gonna put a teaspoon of pumpkin pie spice and a teaspoon of just plain cinnamon. Ooh, it's already smelling good. All right, then we're going to add 12 cups of rolled oats. If you like big chunks, you can add less of the rolled oats. And if you like it more like little crunchy bits, you can add more. Now, if you have dogs at home, what I would do is wait to put the spices in till the end. And so then you just have the three ingredients, the sweet potato, oats, and buckwheat, and you can roll them into little balls, and all four of my dogs love them. Unfortunately, I don't have any of my dogs with me here, so I just added the spices early, which makes it a little more uh, evenly distributed throughout the mix. So you just want to mix this until it's down to little clumps. Now this is going to make about three cookie trays worth of grotenola, so I like making a whole big batch so this is one sweet potato's worth of uh, grotenola. I'm gonna take a cookie tray and put about a third of it in there. 
And uh, basically, you want kind of a single layer. Just kind of smoosh it down. That's pretty good. And then uh, put it in the oven at a low temperature, 250 degrees Fahrenheit, for two and a half hours. If you have a convection setting, uh, get some air circulating, that's even better, but um, optional. Let me put that in, and I have a tray that's already done. All right, here's the finished batch. As you can see, it's all light, crispy, medium chunky. It has the sweetness from the sweet potato, has the intact groats from the buckwheat, oat goodness, and then um, do whatever you want to do. In terms of uh, granola, you can put it on a smoothie bowl, sprinkle it on some uh, you know, frozen banana soft serve ice cream that you make in a blender or something. I just treat it like regular breakfast cereal. So I have a uh, grotenola base with some berries, some pumpkin seeds, some walnuts, and then uh, some cocoa powder, just because I like everything chocolatey. Put some unsweetened soy milk on there, and you are good to go. And this, you'll have weeks of uh, grotenola to enjoy. In our next story, I whip up some matcha ice cream. It's super duper easy and delicious. Matcha is powdered green tea leaves. Uh, what's so great about green tea? Its consumption is associated with lower rates of heart attack, strokes, and premature death proven and randomized controlled trials to prevent precancerous colon polyps from developing and precancerous prostate lesions from turning into full-blown cancer and so antiviral. There's an FDA-approved green tea compound ointment used to reverse warts caused by the HPV virus. That's why in my daily dozen checklist, it is one of the healthiest beverages along with water and hibiscus tea. Matcha is probably the healthiest way to drink green tea since you're drinking it as a whole food, whereas normally uh, you just make a hot water green tea extract, right? Throw away the leaves. That's uh, like boiling some collard greens and throwing away the greens and just drinking the cooking water. Uh, think what proportion of nutrition you'd be throwing away. The same thing with tea leaves. Matcha allows you to drink tea whole. That way you'll get all the nutrition, but also all the potential contaminants. You know, China was late on the ban on leaded gasoline, resulting in higher than average lead levels in the soil on Chinese tea plantations. Gets taken up by the plant, but does not tend to leach out into the water when you just make tea the regular way. But if you eat the tea, like matcha, or if you uh, throw tea leaves in a smoothie or something, I would recommend making sure your tea is sourced from Japan rather than China. And I have a video about the tolerable upper daily dose for kids, pregnant women, other adults, depending on brewing method and source country. All right, now this stuff I have here is from Japan, so that's not a problem. The problem, however, with any matcha tea is the taste. Matcha has a strong, grassy, earthy, mossy flavor, so I figured why not put it into ice cream? It could be the spoonful of sugar that helps the medicine go down. Of course, uh, traditional ice cream has way more than a spoonful of sugar, not to mention the saturated butterfat and the dairy proteins actually can interfere with some of the beneficial effects of the green tea compound. So how about making a healthy matcha ice cream comprised entirely of whole foods, just two whole foods to be exact. Take uh, two frozen super ripe bananas and uh, put them in a food processor or blender alongside with a half teaspoon of the matcha tea. 
now uh, more if you can stand it, but it's pretty strong stuff. So uh, why don't we start there and blend it up. Blended frozen bananas take on this perfect, rich, creamy ice cream texture. Um, now the more, uh, the riper the better. You want lots of little brown spots on there. All right, I'm gonna add a little, uh, maybe a little mint garnish here. The matcha actually makes the blended bananas taste better somehow. So we're talking just two whole plant foods. One, a dark green leafy, makes a gourmet decadent tasting dessert. The more you eat, the healthier you are. That's the way desserts should be. Finally today, I make a vegetable smoothie inspired by a recipe in my How Not to Die cookbook. Uh, the idea for this came out of my research into nitrate-rich vegetables like, like beetroot and spinach, shown to improve both oxygen delivery to our tissues by opening up blood vessels and, amazingly, oxygen efficiency, boosting the amount of power we can extract from each breath. Uh, that leads to all sorts of addict performance enhancing benefits, but most importantly, improves lung function. And emphysema brings down high blood pressure, improves peripheral artery disease, boosts cognitive function, may even enhance longevity by slowing our basal metabolic rate. But something like beet juice is perishable, hard to find. I was thinking maybe something like V8 would work, which lists both beet and spinach in the ingredients list, but evidently so little you'd have to drink 19 quarts a day to get the daily nitrate target dose that I recommend. So I figured I'll just make my own. In my new cookbook, it's called my V12 Vegetable Blast, uh, which is more involved, uh, starts completely from scratch from fresh tomatoes, and is uh, tweaked to fit more of a beginner's palate. I want to show uh, this version that I've actually been using whenever I happen to be in my favorite exotic locale, home, and not stuck some airport food court somewhere. It starts with five reusable bags, and a stock of celery goes into each. All these vegetables are pre-washed. Then one carrot in each bag. No need to peel them. You can just use kind of the back of a knife and just kind of scrape off some of the kind of outermost bitter layer. Then a half of a red, orange, or yellow bell pepper in each. What do you do with the half you have left over? Dip in some hummus, of course. Next. One scallion in each with the frilly little uh, tips cut off. Then one-fifth of a small beet in each. Anymore, it tastes really beady. And then a fifth of a raw jalapeno pepper, which is totally optional, but you know, I love things spicy. A quarter inch of fresh turmeric root in each. If you can't find it fresh locally, get it on eBay. Serious. Kind of looks like a, a little turd, but then you snap it open and the color inside is just gorgeous. Then saving the best for last, the healthiest food on the planet, greens. Now as you probably guessed, what I'm doing is pre-prepping five days of smoothies here to make it as convenient as possible to eat as healthfully as possible. And so, you know, even though something like arugula has even more nitrates, in fact, I think the most nitrate-packed food there is, and I think is even tastier, uh, there's no way it would last five days. It starts to turn yellow, get slimy. So uh, what I've been using is really hardy greens like kale, 
and curly parsley. Plus, kale has something spinach doesn't have. It's cruciferous. So I'm going to put a cup of each one in each bag. Then all the bags go into the fridge and wait their turn. Uh, then when you're ready to uh, rock and roll, here's what you do. In a high-speed blender, pour one cup of a no-salt-added vegetable juice blend or, or no-salt-added tomato juice. Then one cup of ice cubes, an eighth teaspoon of freshly ground pepper, then a half teaspoon of horseradish. Um, now, I'm actually using prepared horseradish here. But, you know, I'm realizing you could probably grate it yourself, actually get horseradish root. I've never actually tried fresh, or you could actually chop up little pieces and put them in all the bags. Um, uh, if anyone tries that, let me know how it, uh, how it comes out. And then finally, uh, the juice from half of a lemon. For a bonus, you can actually zest that lemon. Then cut and uh, juice that half, and uh, save the other half for tomorrow. And that's all you have to do day to day, right? So just a couple minutes. And this last step is to just throw in, you know, one of your bags of veggies. Now, to save even more time, what you can actually do is kind of pre-prepare all those wet ingredients where, uh, you know, so this is about four cups. So you could juice two lemons into here, you know, two teaspoons of the horseradish, add enough of the black pepper. So then there's really only three things, three steps every day. A cup of the juice mixture, uh, a cup of ice, and then one of the bags of veggies. Um, and then you're all set for the day. Okay, final step is to just blend for 10 burpees. Uh, it fits into about one perfect mason jar. Yep, look at that. Then you pop in a uh, reusable straw and uh, uh, cold, refreshing, zesty. Woo, zesty. Um, and, uh, and think what's in this thing, right? It's just all vegetables. It's like a mountain of nutrition, right? It's hard to imagine a healthier beverage. We would love it if you could share with us your stories about reinventing your health through evidence-based nutrition. Go to nutritionfacts.org testimonials. We may share it on social media to help inspire others. See any graphs, charts, graphics, images, or studies mentioned here? Please go to the Nutrition Facts podcast landing page. There you'll find all the detailed information you need, plus links to all the sources we cite for each of these topics. My last two books are How to Survive a Pandemic and the How Not to Diet cookbook. Stay tuned for December 5th, 2023 for the launch of my new one, How Not to Age. And, of course, all the proceeds I receive from the sales of all my books goes directly to charity. NutritionFacts.org is a nonprofit science-based public service where you can sign up for free daily updates on the latest in nutrition research via bite-sized videos and articles. Everything on the website is free. There are no ads, no corporate sponsorships, no kickbacks, strictly non-commercial, not selling anything. I just put it up as public service as a labor of love as a tribute 
to my grandmother, whose own life was saved with evidence-based nutrition. 